I'm Dennis Lee. I am a retired clergy in our congregation, and I'm filling in for Joe Kate, our pastor, who is on vacation this week. We extend a special welcome to all of you who are visiting, and we trust that um, the service will be a blessing to you. And if you have any uh, questions about our congregation, feel free to ask us. We invite you to participate in any of our uh, ministries and activities. Erin Knight, who is director of our children and family ministries, will be sharing some announcements with us. Thank you. Good morning. I'm Erin Knight, director of children and family ministries. And um, as you may know, we frame all of our announcements, all of our church planning, everything we do in the five practices for fruitful congregations. Those are radical hospitality, passionate worship, intentional faith development, risk-taking mission and service, and extravagant generosity. So for radical hospitality this week, I want to remind you that we'll be having an ice cream social on August 20th. That's going to be at Paris Mountain State Park, uh, Picnic Shelter S003. All the details are in your bulletin, so you can take that home and mark your calendar if you haven't already. Um, but we'll ask you to bring a dessert, ice cream, something to share, and um, share in some fellowship with us. We're looking forward to having you uh, join us that day. Um, there is admission to the park, $5 for adults, $3.25 for seniors, and $3 for children. Um, ages 6 through 15, the younger ones are free. So just be prepared to pay admission and the rest um, will just be fellowship with us. Um, Supper at 6 is going to begin Wednesday, September 6th at 6 o'clock. That was a lot of sixes, but you'll remember it that way. September 6th, 6 o'clock. And this first one, we're going to be square dancing with the Thunderbirds. Um, don't worry, if square dancing doesn't appeal to you. You can just sit and enjoy some um, spaghetti, lasagna, and lots of different choices of cake. But um, if you'd like to square dance, we will have um, some guides to help us learn how to do that. Um, adults are $8, and children's price has been reduced to $5 this year. Uh, we strive to practice passionate worship. You will see new cards in your pews for prayer requests. You're welcome to fill those out and um, drop them in the offering plate, and then our Tuesday prayer group will know your concerns, and we can share them um, in, in worship uh, in the list in the bulletin as well. Um, we strive to practice intentional faith development. And to that end, uh, Joe has developed um, some further resources on the Sunday Scripture podcast website. So if you already listen to the podcast, you know what a great resource that is to get you in a framework to think about Sunday and the lesson coming. Well, now there is actually a blog and a lesson on that site where you can go and, and use that as a guide for your Sunday school lessons. So if your class would like to adopt that, um, check it out and see if that would be a good fit for you um, to guide you to talk further about the lessons for each Sunday. Um, adult Bible study and children as well are going to start on Sunday, September 10th from 5 to 6.30. Um, that's just right after the holidays are behind us and school is kicked off. Um, and that will be, the, the adult class will be in the social hall. It's going to be called Encounters with the Messiah and Mike Henson will be leading it. So please uh, consider joining us for that. There will be a women's study too to be announced uh, shortly. 
risk-taking mission and service. If you didn't pick up your stained glass earlier today but ordered some, um, some of you know there was a beautiful um, stained glass that used to be in this church that's now been converted into crosses and pendants and other things by the Yahweh Sisterhood and they're selling it to raise money for missions. Those are all ready and you can pick them up in the church office. Um, also we're doing a back-to-school supply drive for Chandler Creek Elementary. So Chandler Creek is a Title I school and they have lost, all Title I schools this year have lost a good bit of funding. And when classes don't have enough supplies, when children are lacking, uh, I think we all know who digs in their pockets if there's no other resource and that's the teachers. So we'd like to make sure those teachers have the resources they need to teach the children. Um, the greatest needs are things that run out, they said, like composition books, glue sticks, scissors, and pencils. So we're going to be collecting those in the FLC hallway um, all the way through August 20th, which is our back to school blessing day. So we encourage children and teachers who are coming to be part of that blessing to bring school supplies with them. And that concludes today's announcements. Thank you very much. Our opening hymn of praise is number 185. Please stand as you are able. Yes. affirmation of faith as we use the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day He rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sit at the right hand of God, Father Almighty. From this she shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated. 
first scripture reading today is from the book of Psalm, chapter 17, verses 1 through 7. A prayer of David. Hear me, Lord. My plea is just. Listen to my cry. Hear my prayer. It does not rise from deceitful lips. Let my vindication come from you. May your eyes see what is right. Though you probe my heart, though you examine me at night and test me, you will find that I have planned no evil. My mouth has not transgressed. Though people tried to bribe me, I have kept myself from the ways of the violent through what your lips have commanded. My steps have held to your paths. My feet have not stumbled. I call on you, my God, for you will answer me. Turn your ear to me and hear my prayer. Show me the wonders of your great love. You who save by your right hand those who take refuge in you from their foes. This is the word of God for the people of God. Let us now go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious God, we have come to worship you and to praise your name. For only you are righteous. You are the source of all that is beautiful and good and true. You have taught us to bear one another's burdens. So we pray today for those who are going through difficult times. We pray for the sick, for the poor, for the anxious and the depressed. We pray for those who are grieving some loss. We pray for those who are in danger from the fury of the elements of nature or from the violence of fellow human beings. We pray that you would meet the need of each one and use us to bring help and hope to those within the sphere of our influence. We also pray for ourselves. Free us from any burdens that we have today. Use us as your ambassadors in the week ahead. Grant us the humility to ask what you would have us to do. Show us the right path to take, whether at work or at home or at school or here in the church or in the community. May we bear a good witness to the good news of your love. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord, who taught the disciples to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Let us now give our tithes and our offerings.
please be seated. The scripture lesson for the day comes from the Gospel of Matthew. I'll be reading in chapter 14, beginning with verse 13, going through 21. Um, and it's entitled, Jesus Feeding the 5,000. Let us hear these words. When Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, This is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so that they can go to the villages and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish. They answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass. Then taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was about 5,000 men besides women and children. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This text for today begins with the words when Jesus heard what happened. Well, what had happened? If we had read the verses preceding this text, we would have learned that the reference was to John the Baptist. Herod, who was the ruler over all of Israel, apparently was threatened by the popularity of John the Baptist, by the message of John the Baptist. So he had John arrested and later had him put to death. And the disciples of John then took his body and buried it and came and told Jesus what had happened. So how did Jesus respond to that news? Well, that's where the text for today begins. What Jesus did was withdraw by boat to a deserted place. Now, you may know there are several places in the Bible where Jesus, where we read that Jesus went apart from everyone else in order to pray, to meditate. I imagine that's what was happening on this occasion. Maybe Jesus was reflecting on the life and ministry of John. And perhaps Jesus was thinking about his own mission and was seeking strength and guidance from God for what lay ahead. Well, Jesus did not have long to himself. The scripture says that the crowds heard about his leaving and where he was going. And so they walked around the Sea of Galilee to where they thought he would be landing. When Jesus approached the shore, he discovered that a large crowd had formed and were waiting for him. 
So what did Jesus do? Well, he responded the way he always did. We read that he had compassion on the crowd. Those who were sick came to him and he healed them. That was an important part of his ministry, alleviating the suffering of folk. And I imagine that on that afternoon he also spent some time teaching. That was another part of his mission. And the Gospels often have Jesus teaching to large crowds. But that's not all that happened that day, as you and I well know. Jesus also performed the miracle of feeding the 5,000. But he did it in an interesting way. A way that reveals a truth about how God relates to us human beings. Let's look at it. The text indicates that it was getting late in the day, evening was approaching, and the disciples of Jesus came to him and said, well, you need to send these folks away. Um, they need to go into the nearby villages and buy themselves some food before they make their way home or get lodging for the night, whatever they're doing. Jesus responded by telling the disciples that there was no need to send the folks away. He said, and I quote, you give them something to eat. Well, I don't know about you, but I can imagine how I would have felt if I was a disciple. Are you kidding me? This crowd, us feed them? What they told Jesus was that they had five loaves of fish, five loaves of bread and two fish. And Jesus asked them to bring that to him. They did. And Jesus blessed the bread and the fish. And what happened next is significant. Jesus gave the food back to the disciples. He did not distribute the food himself. He put back into the hands of the disciples the food that they had brought to him. And he instructed them to give the food to the people, which they did. And everyone was fed. It was miraculous. The, the disciples must have been amazed. I also think that after reflecting on what had happened, they must have thought, well, if Jesus can do this with what little we brought him, imagine what he could do if we brought more. In this miracle, Jesus was teaching his disciples that he and they were in partnership. We know that Jesus sent the disciples out two by two and they continued the ministry that uh, Jesus had started and came back and reported what had transpired on that mission. Partnership with God. The miracle that took place that day and the teaching that the disciples received can be a teaching we also can receive. God uses people to get things done in his world. And to me that's a rather stunning truth. Although God is all-powerful and can do anything, God has chosen to use us humans to accomplish God's purposes. Let me illustrate this point in a, a humorous way. One of my favorite humorous stories is told by William Barclay, who was a famous um, biblical author and scholar. He once told the story there was a man who had a parcel of land. And with great effort and hard work, the man made the land usable. He 
went about removing the stones, the rocks. He dug up stumps. He pulled up weeds. Then he covered the area with compost and he tilled the soil and planted a garden and had a great garden. Beautiful flowers, beautiful vegetables. And one evening the man was showing this land to one of his friends uh, who was a bit pious. And um, the friend remarked, isn't it marvelous what God can do with a bit of ground like this? And the man said, friend, you should have seen it when the Lord had it all by himself. <laughs> God has chosen for us to be co-workers with God. We know that. We who grew up in the church uh, have been taught that. We have sung about being the hands and feet of Jesus. We have the task of helping create a new earth. An earth where everyone has heard the good news of God's saving love. And where all people have adequate food and clothing and shelter and opportunity. Each of us has abilities. Each of us have resources. When what we have is given to God, miracles can happen. Partners with the eternal is who we're called to be. Let us pray. Oh God, without you, what we have is not worth very much. But with you, what we have is multiplied. Help us to understand that we're not just receivers, but we're also givers. Lead us to dedicate ourselves anew to being your instruments. Use us for the accomplishing of your holy purposes. We ask in Christ's name. Amen. Let me say a few words before we move to the communion ritual. Assisting me today with the distribution of the bread and the cup will be the Reverend Jerry Temple and Adam and Samantha Wycliffe. Everyone is invited to receive communion. The ushers will direct you down the side aisles and you can return to the pews down the center aisle. There are plates of gluten-free bread on each corner. For those of you who desire that, if you can make your way to those, uh, one of those locations. The choir will come first. Um, and at this time, I'll ask you if you will turn in your hymnal to page 12. I forgot y'all were singing. <laughs> Will you hear the invitation? Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin, and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another.
Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors. We have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. Please look to the next page for the great thanksgiving. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Holy are you and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your Holy Church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, forever and ever. Amen. Let me ask those who are assisting to come now.
please turn now to hymn 581 and let's stand and sing together. As you go, may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.